We are live. Let's hang out. Let's chat about all of the things. Um, Andre is on live as well, and he's going to be answering questions in the chat section. And I will, of course, be answering questions in the comment section after this as well. Um, so this is live. And the kind of perk I feel of being on the premiere and the live part of the video is you get to interact and chat and hang out with everybody and really experience it first. Like, I feel like that the countdown part is really fun with the music. It's very cool. I love it. And I intend to do that for most of the videos on this channel going forward because I just, I feel like it's really cool, the community that we've set, and I hope that there's a ton of people on right now, um, just that'll enjoy this and that'll value it and that will gain value from it more than anything. That's why I do what I do. I don't do it with, and we're going to talk about this, like, you've got to figure out why do you want it all? Like, what's it for? And when I put myself out there, and there's a video that's going to go up soon on my main channel where... I'm talking about skin and I'm talking about stuff that I use. And I told Andre yesterday, my mindset whenever I'm doing a video or doing a post on my Instagram, really the core of it is even if there is one girl out there that goes, oh my gosh, like, thank you for sharing that. Like, thank you just for your honesty and your authenticity. That That is why I do it. So if there's ever a question in my mind of like, oh, that's kind of embarrassing. Like, should I share that? Yes. To me, the answer is I, I do it because if that girl can feel better and gain some form of value or her life becomes easier for it, then I've done my job. And that's really the simplest way that I can explain what I've learned this year. Like, I feel like I saw so much growth on social media in 2019 and heading into 2020, especially at the tail of 2019, because I just found my way. And I have five questions that I kind of asked myself that just realigned me. I'm going to share everything with you guys tonight, like all of it. So if you guys are excited, if you guys are pumped up, let me know in the comments, do that little, there's like a ducky smiley face. There's so many different like smiley faces and like thumbs ups and hearts and all the things. So share it all. Um, feel free to ask whatever you want. I will do my best to answer everything. So let's, let's do this. Let's jump into this. One, let's just start with the, I feel like this is so much, we're, okay, we're getting into it, like, the, the truth of the truth. I really hope you're taking notes. Question one to ask yourself, would you follow you? If you landed on your page, if you stumbled upon your own page right now, in this day, would you be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I want to follow her? Or do you have a long, drawn-out explanation as to maybe not right now? Because if that's what it is, then why in the world would someone that doesn't even know you follow you? And that is my little ounce of tough love that I needed to give myself and I needed to really look at, okay, what am I doing? What's working? What's not? And if I wouldn't follow me, then why would my target audience follow me? And my target audience, newsflash, your target audience is you. Usually whenever we do our, you know, like the whole avatar thing and we're like, okay, this is my ideal client. This is my ideal person that is following my social media. And you describe that person, cool. It's usually you either current day or like a couple years ago or like before you started your journey or before you figured yourself out. It's usually you. So whenever, you know, if you're a mom, you're probably looking at like helping moms with mom tips. If you are a dog mom, you might be doing that. If you're a business owner, you might be doing that. If you found your way in health and fitness and you're a coach, by the way, my team is on right now. This is our team call. So if you, we do a team call every week and I did this last week where I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna make it public and you guys can hop on YouTube and we're just gonna share it with the world. So this is really what our team call usually looks like. Like there's sometimes slides and stuff and I will pop some stuff up. I have my laptop with me. So I will pop some stuff up on the screen and share things with you guys and share some visuals, but this is really what it's like on our team. So this is like our Thursday night team call at 8 p.m. So welcome, Team Up for If you guys are on, let me know in the comments. I'm sure that most of you guys are probably coaches. And if you're not on Team Up it's totally cool. You can be watching this, no worries. And if you are not a coach, I hope that you can gain value from this, even 
if you have a business or you don't, and I'm going to talk about goals and like all of that stuff as well. So first, would you follow you? Looking at your page, your the look of your page, the mood of your page, the vibe, how much new content is coming into it. Like these are all questions that I asked myself. And I will be honest, I was way too MIA. I was super, super adamant and I was posting daily and then I would go MIA for two weeks plus. Stories and all, I would be MIA. Does your page look somewhat consistent in terms of how consistent are you posting, but also the appearance? And I know that this question is gonna come up, presets. So a lot of people, that's like the, the vibe right now is everybody wants to know about presets, like the biggest hype. I think that presets, you need to understand that what it is, is exactly that word. It is a predetermined setting in which you edit your photos. So I've done a training on this before. I will link it down below because it is a great training on social media. I talk about presets. I actually screen record how I edit my photos and the presets that I use. Now, I know that this is the other question and I'm just gonna do it and I'm probably gonna give my husband a heart attack because this is how I operate. I will get you guys a preset. You guys keep asking me to put out a line of presets. I will get you a preset. I will put them up in like the next week or so and it'll be announced on my Instagram, okay? I'm just gonna do it with the blue sky and the pink and the, so the way that I do it is I always have a theme. So if you were to go to my Instagram right now, there is always, I'm gonna pull it up. There is always like a color theme. I will tell you how I do that. And this is, you guys are gonna see like the business Angie tonight and like it's not the the Angie that you might be used to on my channel where I'm like, and this and then then I have this watermelon over here. And I'm usually like very bubbly, but the business side of me is very real. like. If you're not seeing the results that you want in your business and on social media, you gotta shift something. And you need to be real with yourself. And that's, I think, something that I'm very good at. I, and I don't ever mean like tear yourself down. I mean, cut the BS and get real with yourself. So here's my other ounce of realness. And I'm so scared to offend people, but maybe a lot of you guys need to hear this. If you're using presets and you're like, well, the preset doesn't work or it doesn't look good, and you might've already said this out loud or typed it in the chat, and if you're finding that, it's your photo. If you have a crappy base photo, it's like slapping a piece of poop on a rose petal or a, no, a rose petal on a piece of poop. That's really what you're trying to do. You're trying to grab something that is supposed to beautify, like putting some blush on like nothing. It, that's exactly what I think that the problem is, is if the picture isn't well lit, if it's terrible and uninspiring and dark and maybe not even gloomy because gloomy could be the mood that you're going for so it's not about that but I just think if you don't have a good clear base photo and there is no excuse for that your phone takes the best photos this is what I take my photos on my phone that's it and I sometimes use my good camera but most nine times out of ten nine point nine times out of ten it's my phone so you need a good photo. And I will give you my honest feedback. You aren't trying enough. For every photo that I post, I have taken at least 20 plus to maybe 100 versions of that photo. I am not even kidding. Let's go into Angie's album section. So just even a thumbnail for my IGTV, there's like 15 different versions. That photo that went up on my feed yesterday, with all the planners, that's how many versions that there was. I'm trying to find you guys some examples of the one that I posted by the fire with the socks. That's how many versions there was. You've got to put effort into things that you want to be able to translate. If you want it to translate, if you want it to do well, and by translate, I mean convert. If you want it to do well on your page, you have to put effort into it. Wherever energy flows, the, wherever attention goes, energy will flow. I've always found that to be true. If you put, if you pour your energy into it, it will grow, always. But you've gotta have that give a shit factor. So I will come up with presets, but just know a preset is basically using the Lightroom app. So there's an app called Lightroom. And whenever you load a photo into it, so let's just say the one with Carl. Yeah, this is a great example. So. I'll share this up on the screen right now, but that's the difference. So even if your picture is a bit dark or not well lit, you can lighten it. You can do all of these things in Lightroom. A preset, what it does is basically just allow you to have one 
a level of consistency, which I'm going to get into and how to do that and like how to save time and all of this. But a preset really is just that you paste it, that it's, it, it's quick. It's like, it's the same thing every time. It's the same amount of light in there. It's the same amount of sharpness. It's the same amount of coloring that's pink. Here's the other thing with consistency in my feed that what I was sharing with you guys, one good base picture Two, there's always a main color. So whether you notice it or not, depending on the season or just that time and place that I'm in, there's a theme. So that was very, very apparent in the fall and during the holidays, that's easy. So in the fall, if you go through my page, it's all orange and blues, like, and a lot darker too, which that's what I'm saying. Like if your page is moody, that's fine. Like there's people that do really, really well on Instagram with like a super moody, dark tone, like oversaturated or even undersaturated, which saturation just means like the brightness of color, um, where you have like the dehaze effect and it's just, it's gloomy, but it's cool. It's like moody and vibey. So I did that for the holiday or for Halloween and fall. And then leading into Christmas, it went like blue and then red. And the way that I do that, you guys, is every single photo always has something of that color in it. So when you go through, even if every single photo doesn't have it, almost every photo has it. And it just, it just catches the eye and you almost feel like you're in that that era with that person. Like you can see the chunk in time together. And then what I did is on January 1st, I shifted slowly. Like as soon as I did the clean with me and like what I got for Christmas, there's a bit of pink that I introduced into the photo. And then there was a little bit more pink and then it's just pink and white. Like that's all that it is. So I'm not saying do pink and white and that's, I'm gonna talk about this also. Um, be yourself, be genuinely you. If you hate the color pink, please don't post the color pink. And there is nothing that irks me more than when I, and I'm going to get into like passion and what you want to talk about. But if you can't answer for yourself, like what lights you up and what you want to share, and you're saying it based off of what someone else is doing, there is no way you will stick with it. So that's my next part. Okay. So the first, the first, first thing I want you to ask yourself after would you follow you? That's honestly the realest question. And if you're at this point right now where you're like, no, I wouldn't follow myself. I hope that just taking a look at how does your feed look right now? And we're going to work on that tonight. Your first impressions and vibes, like those first nine photos, like that needs to be on point. New content consistently. Like there is someone right now that every single day you type their name in the search and you just go check them out. There probably is, there's probably, or there's probably someone that you're always happy to see their feed or you just go see what they're doing. They probably have new content every day or every other day, correct? If they didn't, you'd be like, okay, well, they probably don't have new content. You'd forget about them. That's what's happening to you. Vibes and looks with presets. Okay. So would you follow you? Is your page in inviting? Is it engaging? Would you give a damn about your page if you didn't know you? So that's number one. Second, what will you stick with? Stop setting goals and stop swinging the pendulum so far right that you're like, okay, I'm going to have all the presets and I'm going to post three plus times a day and I'm going to do 70 stories a day when you're currently doing none. How about we just start with one post a day or one post like or five posts a week and like five stories a day. Like don't swing so far crazy that you can't stay consistent with it. The other tip that I have for you is there's no way that you're going to stay consistent with it if you don't love it. You've got to love it. And by that, I mean what you're talking about. And that's what happened to me is I did not love what I was talking about. I shared this in our goal planning session the other day. I found that I was very much in a place where I felt uncomfortable when I was posting on social media. I felt fake. I felt inauthentic. And that could be what's stopping you from posting. And this lasted for me for a very long time. I didn't like the idea of me taking a selfie after my workout and being like, you guys today, I didn't want to work out, but I did it. And I'm glad that I can. And I, and you can too. Like, I just felt like such a freaking fake person. It's not who I am. I will talk like that with my customers that are in my challenge group and I'll go in and I'll go live and it'll be interactive. And like, I can give them where I struggled in the morning and how I'm so happy that I did it, but live, like it's a conversation. It's not, it's not me preaching. And that's just my personality. So I felt very stuck for a long time with how do I share what, what I, what I want to share? How do I push my business forward? How do I make it 
relevant and in front of people. How do, how do I let people know what I do? I'm a fitness and health coach. How do I talk about that? I am a fitness and health coach. It's what I do. It's not who I am. And that was the disconnect. It's not who I am. It's not who I am to my core. It's my job. And yes, I work out and yes, I love pizza, but I'm fit AF. And to me, that's just my brand. It's who I am. And I love sharing that once someone has gotten to know me and they're working with me. And I love sharing all the tips and the tricks and like the mocktails and the cocktails that you can have and you can enjoy life. And like, that's a part of my business, but it's not where I lead from the front with. And it's not what I feel comfortable just coming out of the gate with. Does that make sense? It's sprinkled in, but it's not what I could talk about day in and day out. It's what I do and I love it and I'm passionate about it. And that might be where you're at. You might love helping people. You might love your business. You might love your digital product. You might love your business of coaching if you're a coach, whatever that is. And I, by the way, can we just pause there? If you don't love what you do, if you don't love and truly believe in the product that you are presenting to people as your business, and if you're not a business owner and you're just trying to grow your following, no problem either. We're gonna talk about that. But if you're a business owner, if you're a coach, if you have a digital product, do you use it yourself? Do you love it? Because that's, can I just say, that's why I believe in coaching so much because if I get asked this question a lot, do I have to send like cold messages to people? Do I have to cold call people? Ew, no, no. One of the first questions that I got that I asked myself seven years ago, whenever I signed up to be a coach, I said, do I have to stand up in people's living rooms and like present? No, you don't. That's what I love about this business. You do the workouts yourself. You, ha you have the nutrition, there's like collagen and the pre-workout and all that. I literally have the pre-workout somewhere. That's to me, that's this business. If you love it and you know that it can help people and you're doing it yourself and it's helped you, then it's not weird to share it, but it's sprinkled in. You don't lead with that because how could you, it's not who you are. It's what you do. It's not who you are. So to me, that's part of sticking with it. That could be the consistency aspect as to why people aren't coming back to your social media because there's no way that you can be consistent. And if you are consistent with selling every single day, you probably suck at selling because no one wants to be sold to. No one wants to hear about all of the things that they can buy from you. People want to see value. People want to learn. There's a reason why um, social media influencers that are like makeup gurus, why their makeup sells off the shelves because they're not sitting there being like, buy this palette from me. It's amazing. They actually show you how to use it. That's why you watch them. You watch them for the tutorials. So that's to me how I see this business. And that's how I see social media is how can you be consistent in adding value through your passions and then connecting people to your business? Cool. Okay. So will you stick with it? Again, don't swing so far right that you're like, I need to post 20 times a day and I'm going to do a bazillion stories, three to seven posts a week. Okay. If you can stick with that, then you're golden. Do you have a recipe? And I don't mean a food recipe. Coaches love their recipes. Coaches are just like, here, let me pull up a really weird pixelated photo off of Google or Pinterest, slap it up on my Instagram and just copy paste the recipe. Friends, that is not value. That is something that they could have found themselves. And Instagram is not Pinterest. Newsflash, know, know where you are and know that Instagram especially, and we're gonna go into the other platforms, but Instagram especially, people are following you for you. So if you're sharing, if I just took a picture of this bottle and was like, this, oh my gosh, I've seen this a million times this week. Every time I'm like, why? Carl's like, wow, she's heated. Why, why are we, and if you've seen one of these, please laugh with me. Click, post, make sure you drink your water. Duh. Duh. There's no value in that. There's no value. You know why? Because it took that person two seconds to say that. I think that the time and effort and the energy and above all, the authenticity, the give a shit factor is so big right now on social media. It's everything. And that's what's going to help you yourself be consistent as well. Because if you actually give a shit and you're like, that was a good post, like I'm proud of myself. And that, that serotonin is kind of up because you're like, yes, that was good. And you go back and you see your feet and you're like, yes, like, that, I felt like I provided value on that. Even if in the beginning you're not getting like a ton of engagement, if you felt good about what you put out, chances are you're going to want to duplicate that and do that again. So do you have a recipe? 
What I mean by recipe is one thing that I do is I will do a picture of myself and a picture of something that I'm loving. It could be my dog, Carl's right here. Carl, you wanna say hi? No, he's sleeping, after. It can be Carl, it can be my feet and where I am, it can be my nails, it can be just something that I'm, I don't know, my bag, my, my planner books, whatever. Just It's like a where I'm at right now. Kind of like the purpose of it is it's usually literally, this is how I take them, it's usually me like right up like this with like my feet out with like, I don't even know if the screen is wide enough to see my slip. No, the screen is not wide enough with my slippers or something so that the person and the, the viewer feels like they are me, that they are exactly where I am and they're in this moment with me, whatever that moment might be. That's kind of how I see it. And the reason why I came up with that is because I looked at my feed and I self-assessed, would I follow me? You know, that first question. And I, I looked at my page and I was like, it's a lot of me. Like, it's, it's just a lot of Angie. Like, come on. There's, there's more to me than just me taking selfies and smiling and whatever. So I do one of me, one not of me, one of me, one not of me. You can totally do that if you want to. Some people, they'll throw in like a quote as the third one. Some people will throw in whatever, um, like a landscape image, like, like, like a view of something. It can be whatever. It can totally be anything. But have a recipe. Have a way in which you schedule out your posts. It could be even like topics. It could be fitness, food, your hobby, whatever, like whatever encompasses who you are and the things that you love, have that recipe and it'll translate in your page without the viewer really realizing why it's so pretty because it's just cohesive and they almost don't understand why they know what's coming. Like they know there's that level of certainty, which people love, but there's also that level of uncertainty, which people also love. So they, they know what's coming and it's within their comfort level, but you staying consistent and posting every day keeps keeps them on edge and keeps it interesting. And that's why I think a recipe is really important. And it also simplifies it for you. So that to me helps me stick with it because I know I don't have to think about it. Like today, I know that I needed to take a picture of me and I just, I grabbed my laptop because I knew what I was doing. And we're going to talk all about this, like how I came up with that, not that complicated. But that that was something that was making me not stick with it was how do I know what to post? So having the recipe, but also having the topic in which you're going to speak about and where that's feeding from makes the biggest difference. So what you talk about and what your machine is. So I have this up on my screen right now and I'm going to share it with you guys. But if you didn't know, I think a lot of you guys hopefully know if you didn't, I wrote a book last year and it's like super cheap. It's a, it's a, I think it's like $17. It's on my website. Um, you can print it out print it out for yourself and bind it together and whatever. And yes, we are going to sell a printed copy eventually and we're going to add to it and all that. But right now, the content machine, which is what it's called, is how I, I literally schooled myself this year. I wrote this book and it was part of how I was running my business. But I just thought to myself, like, Angie, what if you really dove in with this? And this was how I was able to grow my Instagram because YouTube was already growing and I had it. But it wasn't, I didn't see it as my lead platform. And what your machine is, is you basically have your lead platform and then you have your complementary platforms. Every single thing that I post on my Instagram, I don't have to think about it because it is all stemmed from YouTube. Every single thing that I think about. So today I went downstairs and I set up my camera and I had my, this is a really good tip that I'm going to give with you guys right now. So if you have a camera, you can get Canon Connect, the app, and you can set the screen from your camera to be on to be showing on here so I can literally go like okay click I, I can't do it right now because I'm literally on it yeah I can't do it right now because it's literally gonna turn my camera off but this is what the thing looks like it's a very simple app and it's searching for it right now but what will happen is what I'm looking at on that side screen shows up on your phone and you can hit the shutter button so you can take the photo there's also remotes or you can set a self timer on your phone which is most of the time what I do. That's how I took my IGTV cover photo today. So I would need to pull my notes back up. So when I went downstairs today to take my picture, I knew that I was going to be doing this. That's my topic. It doesn't become awkward or weird anymore because I'm someone, and this varies from person to person. I am someone that I feel so much more authentic just talking to you guys. I feel very, very weird 
writing things out. That's why a blog for me would be very difficult. But I have a point and it won't be if I do it this way. Twitter for me is very difficult using my words. Like I'm not, I'm not a word emotional person. Some people are do that. Then your, your lead platform will become Instagram or your blog. My lead platform needs to be video because it feeds everything else. That's how I'm able to be everywhere. I get that question a lot. Angie, how do you have the time to run a coaching business? Our team has been in the top 10 twice. We've been elite six times. I've been a coach for seven years. Elite is the highest thing you can achieve. So out of elite, our team has done it in the top 10, top 10 teams twice, six time elite. And we've been the top team in Canada for four years straight. Number one in Canada. So how do you do that? That's my main business. YouTube is not my main business. How, how in the world is the thing that's generating the, the, the revenue and the actual money of how we live our life there. And you're doing that, but you're also building social media, which to be honest is part of my business. So how do you do that? By doing it smart, by having a machine. So I have my lead platform and that's how I'm able to stay consistent with it. So I know going into a week, what I'm committed to. And right now I'm committed to one to two videos a week on my channel or on this channel. So I already posted on Tuesday on my main channel. And then this one will probably count for today because I can't kill myself. I am flying tomorrow. So I don't know how in the world I would post another video today. And I try and keep it simple. So I know what I can stick to. I'm not going to do a daily video every single day for the rest of my life. I can't do that. It, it's a lot whenever I do that, but I love it. So when you're thinking about what will you stick to? Do you love it? What's your plan? Like how much can you actually do? Don't let the pendulum swing so far. What do you want to talk about? What's your machine? And most of all, is it authentic? The, the bullshit factor, the bullshit meter that people have like this year is the highest it's ever been. People can see BS a mile away. They can literally, they, they can read your Instagram post. They can see your stories. They can see your channel or whatever video that you've done or your picture. And they go, yeah, she's full of it. I just, I think that that's amazing. And that's why I love video because I am a bit quirky and I am a bit animated, but it's really how I am. And I think that that translates like no one ever really questions, like leaves my channel is like, she's so funny. Like, it's just. I am who I am. You guys, I don't even think, I didn't even put deodorant on for this. And my, and you guys know, I always wear like strapless rompers in the middle of the winter and I have a fan going and it's like minus gazillion outside. I'm just me. And if it can make someone's day a little bit brighter, if they can laugh and best of all, like just escape and just be, like be in it with me for 30 minutes or whatever, then I'm so happy. Like that's, that's why I do it. Everything in my mind is never calculated. It's just me trying to figure out how can that person leave here better? Like how can they laugh? How can their day be brighter? And how can I simplify something for them? It's by me being the most authentic and that's how I know how to stick with it because then I'm not sitting there having to re-record a video 20 times. I don't ever, by the way, re-record a video. I am super good at like doing live because I don't second guess myself. I don't have a script. I have a couple notes, like whatever I'm saying to you guys, I have notes, but not huge amounts of notes. When I first started social media and I started doing videos, I would actually type up a script. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. It's so phony. It's so fake. And I think just you having main talking points, basically like slides that people can follow is all you really need. And just be yourself, let the rest fly. And if you're a little bit nervous, that's okay. Like that's normal. And also you don't have to think, if I sat here thinking about the thousands of people that were gonna see this video, yeah, I would start to get jittery. But you know what I think about? I think about like the one girl that's watching this, that's like laughing her butt off, that, that thinks that I'm hilarious. I always tell Andre, like when people think I'm funny, it makes me so happy. Like, I just think about that. So try and think about the things that will move the needle in terms of you sticking with it. So recap, we're at two questions so far. Would you follow you? And will you? what will you stick with? Like what needs to be the game plan that you'll stick with? All right. Three, where is your time going? The, I, this is so, there's so much realness. By the way, a lot of you guys ask about this bottle. I love this bottle. It's by Healthish. I think I have a code for it. Most of my codes are Angie 10. It's like the cutest thing and it has like times on it. I just drink water all day long though. So I don't, 
5 p.m. Okay, no. Mm -mm. I just drank a lot of water. And I realize I have like little red. I went for a facial yesterday, so I have like little red bumps. Okay, we're good. We're good. Hopefully I'm hopefully I'm glowing under the light. I'm losing sunlight, but it is it is what it is. All right, where's your time going? If you're thinking, and there's a whole chapter about this in the content machine book about time and about saving time and about where your time is going or social media takes so much time. I call BS. Honestly, I really do. If you look at your, I love that screen thing, the screen, how much, where, like your activity. I love the screen time part of the phone. Like it's a new part of your phone if you've never seen it. I think you just scroll all the way left and it'll tell you what your screen time is and how productive you're being and how much time you're spending on social media. So on social media, real question, are you spending more time scrolling and looking than engaging? And by engaging, I don't mean liking on 10 million different people's posts. I just mean, are you present and are you there with intent? Are you posting? Are you commenting? Are you responding to DMs? And are you engaging on the people that you follow's posts? And one thing that I did this year that I thought was just like the best thing, I really kept my feet to the people that brought me joy, that inspired me, that weren't necessarily a bunch of coaches on my team. Some of them that are my best friends, yes, they're naturally on my feed because they bring me joy. And as I get close with other coaches, they end up on my feed. And then I have bloggers and I have these fashion gurus and I have makeup gurus and I have like The Rock, like I just different people that The Rock has, I don't even know what to call The Rock. He is just, he's in his own category of The Rock. I love him. So I just think like, fill your feed with stuff that brings you joy and inspires you and doesn't make you draw a comparison to yourself and make you feel like icky, you know? Don't follow someone just because you think that you need to follow them or they're in your realm of what you're doing. I think that following people because they inspire you, like I follow this one fitness girl she has like a 12 pack, like it's like stupid. And I, she's the only fitness girl that I follow other than my coaches. And I just like her. I just like her. She does like crazy moves in like the middle of Rome. I just like her. She's, she's a bit crazy, a little bit kooky. And I just, I enjoy following her. So when you're scrolling and when you're looking through your social media, are you that person that you've gone through and you've just like looked at this person's entire travel of their, of their summer and you're like, wow, and you got sucked into the vortex of social media. That's what happens all the time. And that's what happens when people start a business and they think, okay, this is taking way too much time. False. You just spend a whole bunch of time looking at stuff instead of moving the needle for yourself. So what I personally do, time-saving tips, I really do look at screen time. I really do try and self-assess. And if I find myself in a vortex, which always happens to me on YouTube, I always end up on Jimmy Fallon's YouTube. Every time I'm like, wow, that again, woo, what? or Ellen's. I'm like, how did this happen? And you kind of like get out of the fluster and you're like, what time is it? Was I dreaming? Where am I? And it happens. I'm not saying that you're a bad person. It happens. It happens. But just get out of it and get back to work. So when I find myself doing this, I try to self-assess how much am I personally adding to social media, to the realm of social media, then absorbing. Am I a follower or a leader? If you're a business owner, you should be. If you have goals on social media, if you want to grow your social media, you should be the leader, right? So stop getting sucked in by all the other people that are leading because they're obviously doing a better job than you right now and try and be the person leading the pack. So time-saving tips. Schedule your posts. I use a ton of different, I've tried a bunch of different apps. The one that I'm using right now, I will leave um, for you guys down below. I believe I have a discount code for it because it's free whenever you start. And then if you want to post more on it, it's called app, app fee. So I'm going to pull it up for you guys and I'm going to show you. And I have like two different accounts on here. I'm going to add Carl's account to it. I just moved it to my main page. Post app fee. So you can literally schedule on different accounts. You can do it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can tag your people. You can tag the location. You can add the first comment. So if you're first, if you do uh, hashtags as your first comment, which some people do, sometimes I do that. Um, you can tag products. You can do whatever, and then you can save it and schedule it out. So even if it doesn't, it doesn't always push it. Not all apps push it straight to your feed. It'll just schedule, and you just all you have to do is press post. This is why it makes sense because it'll give you a visual of what your feed is gonna look like before it's actually there. Even if sometimes I will go in 
to these apps and I will create my feed before it's been posted and I'll move things around. So let's say like this post from yesterday, which is now a double, I can delete it. But I literally was like, okay, well, what if I move this one here and like, what does that look like? And then I have the ice. So I'm like, okay, that looks a bit better. You know, like I'll, I'll try and figure out what it's going to look like before everybody sees it. And I also have a backlog then. So tomorrow when we're traveling, if I don't have a post to put up, I have something, I have a bank of, of posts and of history to get up online. So that way I don't go MIA. So schedule your posts. App fee is a great one. I'll leave the information for that down below. Reuse your posts. You guys, the picture, and this is like a super authentic moment. The picture that I posted yesterday, the day before yesterday, where I'm sitting in front of the window. I don't know if anybody noticed. My hair is blonde in that picture. I didn't take that yesterday. That's from last January. And I love that picture. And it had done really well. And I'm going to talk about self-assessing and what's converting and figuring out like what's working for you and reusing that. But a time-saving tip reuse your posts. If it's from 12 months ago and it did really well, share it. New caption. Like don't, I, I don't like when people reuse your cap, their captions. That to me is like, that freaks me out. Like you, you've probably grown in 12 months. You have more things to say, but I reused the photo and I actually just switched the preset on it. I just grabbed the raw photo cause I still had it. And that's another tip for you guys. Save time. Favorite use the heart. So in your album on your phone, you have a favorites album. If you don't know about this, like this will change your world. What, let's say you take like, like I said, you have like 20 different versions of that photo. There is one in here that I probably had a heart and I'm like, okay, heart. And that's the one I'm going to edit. And then I have a favorites album so I can go back and I can find the original picture of that, of that photo. That's how I do it. Okay. So schedule your posts, reuse posts and have a game plan. So just like the content machine, another one of the worksheets that I have is a game plan. I know exactly when things are going out, which date, which day of the week and what the content title will be, what it's going to be about and what we're going to talk about. You can do that for blogging. You can do that for your Instagram. I do it for my lead platform. So choose your lead platform that is going to feed everything else. And then you figure out what's going out and when I can tell you exactly what's going to be posted right now on my YouTube for probably the next loosely the next two months, I have an idea of exactly what's going up every single week. And that gives such a level of clarity and also a level of consistency for yourself on your social media that you know that you're going to stick with it. So where is your time going and how are your efforts being utilized? And are you working your social media and growing your social media in a smart way? Fourth question, what's your goal? Like for real, I feel like before we get into this, I feel like I should ask you guys, are you growing your social media? And there is no wrong answer. Are you growing your social media to grow followers? Are you growing your social media to gain exposure, to get more eyes on you? Are you growing your social media to convert to business? Are you growing your social media to grow your coaching business? Like how you can like mentor people? Are you growing it because you have a digital product? Like for us, coaches, not only do we mentor people and we help them get healthy and fit, there's digital products. There's all the workouts are digital. So there's digital product. And then there's a whole other aspect where we mentor them in business. So there's different facets. Like why do you, and it could be all of the above. Why do you want to grow your social media? Is it for exposure? What, whatever it is, what's it for? Is it for a means to an end? Is it to eventually uh, have paid ads and make money off of that? And I talked about this in my goal setting. Like I literally shared like income, and income on different platforms, like what that looks like. So you can go see that if you want the realness or if you saw it, you know the realness of it. But why? And if you can't tell me what your goal is, then that's probably where you're stuck. And for me, for a long time, when I first started, I didn't know what my goal was. And I did things just to do things on social media because I didn't have an end goal. So once I figured that out and I had a level of clarity as to what do I want with this? And I can give you guys my answer. My answer is always to be able to not only reach more people, but that it converts, that I get to work with that person closely, that they are so my type of human that we just like get each other. And it's almost scary that one day down the road, they come to Disney with me and we like hang out and we just like totally our best friends and we get each other. And that might sound really far-fetched to you, but I've experienced it multiple times in my life. So I'm going to share a really cool story. Um, we're building a house in Golden Oak right now. We're actually going there tomorrow. And Andre and I thought, what 
cool thing would it be that our coaches that achieve that first like big milestone rank this year that their trip or their gift not and by the way other teams don't necessarily like are like here have something but we we love that that when they grow to a certain point that we can go on a trip with them or we can do something with them or gift them something so we usually try and do a trip because it's an experience and we get to spend time with them it's not i think it's a lot easier to mail someone something than to give your time and your and give them an experience so we thought why not have them at our house when it's ready and so that's what we're going to do and i always think of that that someone now that could be following me on social media understands me so much to the point that we build a relationship we start talking on in dms or on email they end up maybe being a customer of mine and doing a workout or they become a coach. And a year from now, we're hanging out by my pool, having margaritas, like down the road that there is such a relationship that's formed that we, we are that close. Like it, I, that's how I always see it. So that's my goal is to build a relationship with the people that understand me and that get me through my authenticity and the things that I love. That that's like the first step is we kind of just have like a mutual love for stuff that we nerd out about from everything from makeup to dogs to of course Disney to goal setting and being a passionate person and loving to travel and maybe we have a similar lifestyle where you know you you've had your husband in your life since you're like a young in like me like whatever it might be and you just kind of relate on certain things and then you grow a friendship and you grow a relationship that's my favorite so what's your goal and if it's to grow followers, it's to grow followers. If it's to gain exposure, it's to gain exposure. If it's to grow your business and make money, that's okay too. Like whatever it is. So figure that out and then you can move to the next question. So the last and final question, this is like my question of the year. How is it converting? This was what wasn't working for me. I was doing things just to do things. Like I said, I was posting sweaty selfies up at the end of my workout. That does not relate to my target audience because you know what? I don't look that cute at the end of a workout. I don't really feel like taking a selfie. So you think the people that get me want to take a selfie? Probably not. Do you think they care? Do you think they're, they're probably sitting there because this is how I am. If I haven't done my workout yet, that doesn't inspire me. I would literally be like, cool. I didn't do my workout yet. So I hate you and awesome. No, I'm not that mean, but that would literally be, I would be like, cool. Awesome. You did your workout. Cool. No value. That's, how I think. So I always try and think of, okay, what, what would they care about? What do they want? And the best way that I can always add value is through video because they get me and I do a lot of hands. I'm just, it's how I am. So I can just translate it better that way. And I can find my tribe that way. I can find a planet of people that understand me that way. And so what I was doing was basically throwing spaghetti at a wall, which could be what you're doing and you're not converting. It's one thing to do something, but why are you doing it? Will it get you to that goal? So the goal that you just told me, why are you doing it? What's your, what's your big dream goal that we figured out last week at the beginning of January that we were like, okay, this is what I want to achieve. This is the house I want to buy. This is the life I want to live. These are the things I want to do. And I want to grow my social, social media and I want to build a business and I want to build my coaching business and whatever it might be. Okay. So then why are you starting and stopping? Why are you posting this type of post? Why are you doing these types of stories? Why are you doing a podcast? Why are you starting a blog? And none, none of those answers are wrong, but I wanna know and you need to know, why are you doing it? Is it converting? If it's not converting, it doesn't make sense. And don't get me wrong, if you've tried it for a day, that doesn't mean quit. If you've done it for a consistent period of time and it's not converting, then note that. And that, can I just say that's excluded things that bring you joy? Example, I did a video on my channel two years in a row called Halloween Cocktails. It tanks every year, it's terrible. It's like the worst viewed video on my channel. It's like. 10% of what all the other videos are. I love that video. And that video is the one that my tribe loves. So I'm like zeroing in. Same thing with having this channel. Usually people that will follow my main channel when they go over to my Angie Belmar vlogs page, which is this one, or my Angie Belmar, I think it's Angie Belmar vlogs, like on Instagram, like my smaller page. Those are like the people that get me. Same thing with my podcast. It's like they, they zeroed in with me. 
So that's something that converts. I always notice that there's a conversion from the people that zero in with me. So have your audience like cast a wider net on a topic that you love and you love talking about and then zero it in together. And that's how you convert. And this is what I mean by convert. My sweaty selfies and my, hey, so today we're gonna do a workout and it's gonna be great posts on Instagram that were total like fluff. Was it building my business? No, no. Were people, were people understanding what I was sharing? No. Were they inspired by what I was doing? Not really, because I didn't get any DMs or really any comments of people being like, thank you. I got them sometimes, but not as much as I would have liked. And then I just shifted a little bit and I did something that felt a little bit more me and it made the biggest difference. It converted. My, my DM started to get more and more filled up. My email inbox. If your inbox right now, if you're a business owner, if you're a coach and your inbox is empty and you've already cleared out all your emails, there's something that's not converting. To me, that's the measure is what does your DMs look like? What does your inbox look like on Instagram? What does your Facebook inbox look like? What does your email inbox look like? And if it's empty, then you're not converting. You're not having conversations behind the scenes. And I think that that's the biggest thing to note is if people aren't coming to you from your stories or from your posts or commenting below your posts and saying, thank you, like that was great, or asking you questions. And worst of all, if they are and you're not answering back, there's a disconnect. There's no conversion. Conversion is everything. The reason I bring this up is I think that it was very trendy this year to say, I'm going to start a blog. I'm going to start a channel on YouTube. I'm going to start a podcast. Cool. Yes. Can you tell me why? That's my beef. That's, and that's, should be your beef. Cause you're out there throwing spaghetti at the wall, just like I was with posting random fitness selfies with no real reason as to why and where it's going to take you. That's to me, that's the biggest question out of all five of these is how is it going to convert for you? So this goes into your insights are really important with this. So if you don't know what to post and you're sitting there being like, well, I don't know what works. I will tell you what will work. Go into your insights. And if you don't have a business account, and you're a business owner, what are you doing? This is another question I've gotten a lot. What type of account do I need on, on Instagram? Do I need a creator's account? Do I need a business account? Are you a business owner? Then yes. A creator account is, I think, the pretty, pretty much the same thing. It's like if you're a blogger or whatever. I think that's the one I have. If you have insights and you can understand your metrics from it, then you're good. If you are able to do ads and you're able to invest in your business, then you're good. That's the answer. You don't want a personal account. Here's why. Because you can go into your insights and it will not only tell you which day of the week converts the most. I know, by the way, I know that Thursdays are the biggest day of the week for me. Actually, more in, more intelligently than that, I actually think about like how my followership is. My biggest days of the weeks are Friday mornings and Sunday mornings. You know why? Because when I post, and I'm talking about YouTube, when I post a video on Thursday night, the views start and then it spikes the next day. So the video must be posted on Thursday night. Why do you think we're on live right now? Just saying. Why do you think that a house tour or a, I'm trying to think of the big ones, house tour, clean with me, um, get ready with me, uh, morning routine, a morning routine, clean with me, house tour, like the, the videos that I know that my followers want to see, they're the ones that get posted on a Thursday night or on a Saturday night. I, I do what my audience wants. Furthermore, how do I know that those videos do the best? How do I know which posts do the best? I just told you, I reposted a picture from last year and it did really well. How do I know that that was one of the best performing posts? Insights. I always look at my insights. I can tell you within two seconds, which video on my channel is ranked where in terms of me against me, not, I don't care where everybody else is. I care what I've done and how I'm improving. So a video that I've just posted, I can literally go into my channel and I can say, okay, that's performing as out of my top 10 that I've posted in the recent past, that's number three. It's, it's like middle of the pack that's doing well. If it's tanking and it's at number 10, then I know, don't do that again. No one cared unless I loved it and it brought me joy and it zeroed in my niche. That's the exception. I really hope this is resonating with you guys. If I have completely confused you and it overwhelmed you, please let me know in the comments. If I have added a level of clarity and inspired you, then please let me know in the comments. So which this goes the same for posts on your Instagram. You can actually check like which post was the best performing post of all time. That's what your followers want to see. 
That's what your audience loves right now. Double down on that, triple down on that. That's what they wanna see. Stop trying to throw spaghetti everywhere else. Give them what they want. I had no idea. I had no idea that my followers cared about home decor. Why do you think that every every post that isn't me on my Instagram is usually like home decor planning, a tiered coffee tray, a coffee mug? It's what, it's what my followers love. I listen to what they like. So I didn't just pull that out of nowhere. It's all stuff that's based off of what they love. So what posts do the best? Which stories do the best? Do you know how many views your stories are getting? Do you know if they're increasing or decreasing? Do you know when someone lets go of your story? So you can actually know how many people, like let's say they went like one, two, three, and they X'd out of your stories. What made them leave? What did you do? What did you say? Don't do that again. It's all these little things that are like a two millimeter shift that make all the difference. The big one, which platform? Which platform, and I don't think this is so much your audience, I think this is really you. What should be your lead platform? And I go over exactly how to choose your lead platform in this, but to me it's just based off of gut. Like, what do you love? What do you love to do? Your lead platform can be a podcast, and I, I give examples of this in the book. Like, if your lead platform is your channel, what that looks like. If your lead platform is your Instagram, what does that look like? Like, how to feed everything else on the internet and not have to be everywhere all at once. To me, that's not only the most authentic way, but the best way to grow it because you're just being yourself and you're not, you're not full of it. Like you're not sharing stuff that just feels so unnatural to you. It's just, it just makes sense. It's just a normal progression of the way that you share out your life and your content and that you reach your followers. Platform choice, your content that you're putting out and your efforts and your consistency. So, if you go MIA for two weeks and you know that you're doing this, obviously it's not converting. Obviously every single time that you restart, you're having to like pedal back up the mountain. Um, every time that you post content and you see your followership decline, that was happening to me for a long time. And I can now tell you at the other end of the tunnel that things are okay. So on my larger page, um, which for the longest time, and I think this is the greatest testament to everything that I'm talking about. My bigger page, which is not my main page, is called Angie Belmar Vlogs. And the reason why, yeah. So it's Angie Belmar Vlogs. It has 70,000.2K followers at the time of filming this video. I hate, don't you hate that when you just have like one hair? It's growing. And it is growing for the first time in five years. And that makes me very happy. Here's a couple things that I shifted and here's some things that I had done wrong that got it to decline. One, I was posting things and doing things based off of what everybody else was doing or that I thought that I had to do. Oh, you just totally pinched my bum. You want to say hello to everybody? I told them that you would. It was, this is Carl fresh out of bed. He hates me. You want to say hello? Hi fam. You look like a little Ewok. Okay, you want to go back to bed? Funny, I just snorted. Okay. One thing that I was doing was I was doing what everybody else was doing and what I thought I had to do. So a lot of coaches, when I got started, they had their name and fitness. So I thought, okay, I'll do that. So my page was Angie Belmar Fitness. Don't get me wrong. It grew. It did good things. I was posting consistently on it. But after a certain amount of time, I just felt like I struggled to share on it because how much fitness could I share? And let's say I had an off day and I didn't feel like working out. Then what do I do? And I'm, I'll be honest, like I'm passionate about what I shared earlier. Like I'm passionate about how you can be fit and healthy and have your mind right, but still enjoy a freaking margarita. Like that's my standpoint on life. So what am I going to do? Share my margarita on my fitness page? Like I'm going to get people going to be like, how, what are you talking about? So I, I didn't feel authentic and I didn't like it. So I wasn't consistent with it. I was doing everything that I thought that I needed to do, not because I loved it and I wanted to do it. And it didn't convert. So what was happening is every single time that I would post on that page, I literally was getting less and less likes and my followers would drop. That is a not a fun feeling and you might be there right now. I overhauled. I thought, okay, this page had not been touched in the longest time. I thought, I'm gonna do what I do best. I'm gonna use my content machine and we're gonna feed everything. So every time that I film a video on my channel, I will either have my phone like this in the background and I will film an about 10 minute snippet. Or if I'm just feeling fancy, walking through Epcot, which I think I did, I'll grab my phone and talk for like seven to 10 minutes is usually because 10 is the cutoff for IGTV. 
it takes me two seconds. At the end of it, I take a selfie with a timer. That's the cover photo for it. And I post it. It takes two seconds. And it's just another platform that's being fed. But guess what? It's growing. It's growing for the first time in five years. And I think that that's a true testament to everything that I just talked about. Is it converting? So that would be, that's like the perfect example. I did this. If I'm posting all these videos and I'm doing all these things and the page is still declining, it's not converting, it's not working. And chances are the number one reason why is it's not authentic on your end because people can sense that. They can smell and sense the BS a mile away. Their BS meter is huge. If you feel like it's BS and you feel uncomfortable, then they're gonna feel uncomfortable too. So let's recap. Hopefully this was, I really hope this was helpful for you guys. All right, would you follow you? Was your feed look like first impressions? You look at your first nine posts. Would you follow you? Do you have new content coming in? Are you posting consistently? What's the vibe? Are you using a preset so that your pictures are consistent? Two, what will you stick with? Stop setting goals that are so astronomical that you're like, you can't and it's, it's unrealistic. Do you have a recipe for your posts? What do you talk about? Do you have a machine? Do you have a lead platform that's feeding all the others? What feels authentic to you? is usually what you'll stick with. Number three, where's your time going? Honestly, where's your time going? Look at that screen time thing on your phone. Are you scrolling more than you're engaging? A couple time-saving tips that I use is I schedule my posts using AppFee. I will figure out what my feed looks like. I will have a bank of content. Um, I'll use my favorites. I will reuse posts. And I often have a game plan that I have in the worksheets here. What's your goal? If you don't have a goal, you'll never get to the goal because you don't know what the goal is and you're gonna feel very lost and you'll never know what's working and what's not because there's no end goal. So is your goal to grow your business? Is your goal to form a tight connection with people? Is your goal that it's so specific that down the road you're hosting a retreat or you're having people at your house and you once met them on social media and you're helping that person build their dream life? Like that to me is what our business does. But no, like what does... What does your product offer? Is your goal to help them with your product? Is your goal to just simply grow your followership? That's fine. If you just want to have a bazillion followers and that's fine, but you can only know if it's converting if you know your goal. And that's the last question. How is it converting? Is it converting? If it's not converting, then what's the point? Which posts do the best? Look at your insights, know which stories do the best, know where people are swiping off and stopping listening to you. Um, your platform choice, does it make sense? Is that the one that's converting and leading the rest in terms of your content machine? Which content converts the best? Know which posts work the best, know which the most authentic, and where your efforts and your consistency are going. Is that where it should be? Is that what's converting the most? Because what's I'll give you a tip. What's converting the most is where your energy should be. So the 80-20 rule. Where you're converting is where 80% of your effort should be going. And all of those complementary platforms is where 20% of your social media effort should be going. So to me, I notice that YouTube converts. I notice that anywhere that I am in front of the camera and it's my face and there's like that personal connection where we're like literally having coffee or a margarita or today was boring, a cup of water together that's what converts and I know that so that's where I put all my energy but I don't have to be everywhere because this will feed everything else so just understand where you're putting your efforts like if you do want to start a podcast cool but will it convert does it get you to that end goal if you do want to start a channel cool is it authentic for you will it feed everything else and will it convert that's the point point. and you don't know until you try but just know why you're doing it and that's how you know based off of your goal I really hope this helped you guys if it did, let me know. Ask all of your questions down below. If you have a specific question about coaching or whatever, you can always DM me, email me, whatnot. I will leave all my information um, and I will leave all of the bazillion, oh my God, how many, how many promo codes and things did I talk about? I talked about this, the health-ish bottle. I talked about the app fee thing. I think that was it. Another thing that I get asked, good for the people that stayed until the end, you got a little treat. I get asked a lot where I get the music in my videos from, which I use on IGTV, I use in any Instagram videos, and of course I use on YouTube. I will leave the link for that down below as well. It's all royalty free so you don't get pegged because if you use a popular song, especially on Instagram, you'll get pegged, which means that they'll pull your video and you can actually get flagged and like get in trouble. So I will leave the link for that down below. I love it, that's all that I use.
Give this video a thumbs up if you guys liked it. Make sure that you guys are subscribed to this channel because I'll continue to post up our, our public team calls every once in a while, but I'll continue to share everything up. And if you guys aren't subscribed to the podcast, I basically rip the audio from these videos and other videos that I do, and I put them up there. And a lot of you guys are saying that you like that because then you can just listen in your car and whatnot. So if you guys enjoyed the real talk and you guys enjoyed the little Thursday night sesh, come let me know. I appreciate you guys, and I hope that this was helpful. This was a good one. I'll see you guys later. Bye, dudes.